0: I'm Richard and I'm will,
1: and together we're
0: the, the irreverent nerds.
1: nerds Hey nerds,
2: hey,
0: nerds. <laughs> Richard and your your favorite nerds here, Richard and will.
2: Blast we are here your favorite nerd is urkel
0: <laughs> urkel <laughs> okay Can your favorite do nerds here <laughs> carl hold on yeah i'm afraid i, I don't do a particularly great urkel uh, you got some guns there man
2: sorry uh, my computer
0: was been working out
2: well working uh working something out <laughs>
0: uh,
2: wrong way. i'm expanding instead of <laughs> the, wrong I have the, way.
0: I have the same problem my friend <laughs> um it's called it's called middle age i think
2: i'm looking at you and not the camera I'm gonna uh, to get used to this webcam.
0: yeah well it's it's okay if you don't always look at me like you know because like if you if you ever watch the joe rogan podcast or vidcast um like he's looking at his guests so like so like oh, the the video fine. is like at an angle fine. the whole time like this so he's not typically looking at the camera but since you know But right now, obviously, since we're in different uh, parts of, well, different cities, technically, um, Technically. then it makes more sense for us to look at each other. So, so hey guys, so.
2: You're in the camel's hump. I'm more like in the camel's uh, foot tracks behind them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are (laughs) reverent. I was going to say, the, the. Camel's footprints and droppings, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I kid, I kid. I love the sound that I won't name now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you um, on listening slash slash watching us on Spotify, obviously you know that we're doing a video podcast this week. So, uh, backed by popular demand, you let us know through the number of listens we've had the last few episodes that you prefer... weeks where we do both video and audio so it's coming back coming back I'll just have to to put my nose to the grindstone and do that little bit of extra editing and uh so we'll do our best to go back to the video episode and then have the audio only with bonus content uh, each week because those seem to be the most popular episodes thus far in our podcast so you you the listeners have spoken and We are hearkening unto thine voices.
2: I have spoken.
0: Thou hast spoken. (laughs) Mandalorian. Uh, Yes, this is the way. I have spoken. So this week, guys, we have a topic I think we're both excited to talk about. Will's shirt will give you a clue here, uh, for those of you just listening.
2: It's on like Donkey Kong.
0: (laughs) And it's a Super Mario Brothers He's got, obviously, Mario on there. And then, what does it look like? One of those, what do they call those flowers that eat? Piranha plants. Piranha plants. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. And then,
2: this looks nothing like
0: an Italian in a uh,
2: sweatsuit, but I, it is, in fact, a Goomba.
0: A Goomba? And <laughs> <King> uh, <Coomba. laughs> is that King Koopa down there as well?
2: Yep. King yep. Bowser, yep. Bowser Koopa.
0: Bowser Koopa. King yeah, Koopa. Wh- whatever,
2: Bowser. We, whatever we want to reconcile his name as. <laughs> <King>
0: <laughs> so, Bowser Koopa. If you haven't guessed by now, we are talking about video games, but uh-huh. specifically oh, 80s we and talking
2: about we basket weaving. <laughs>
0: ah, well, you All know right. that that was my um, my throwaway credit in college. You know, underwater basket weaving.
2: Mine was volleyball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> you got you got to meet him somewhere. Probably not oh, going to meet I'm him good. playing video games in our bedrooms or uh going to the arcade although you never know
2: well mm-hmm. these days you know the kids these days could do that with online multiplayer this well, is we true. weren't so lucky no but i'm that... sorry for interrupting i just like to joke around with Jeff. well
0: that 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 is our shtick as they say i'm very um, towards Richard. like i try to stick to the schedule and will tries his best to disrupt me and <laughs> yeah I, I think <laughs> it makes for an interesting and entertaining episode so <laughs> Um, so yeah 80s and 90s video games because will and i are old, old. you know we're, we're in our mid 30s i'm in my late 30s technically and um you're, well, you're, richard, you're close I'm 37 huh? well dang we're both in our early 30s, and yeah, late 30s yeah i knew you were close 30. you weren't far behind me
2: aren't we only two years apart
0: something like that yeah, yeah. i'm gonna be 39 in a in yeah, a in uh, next month next month
2: yeah that's right his name is richard Next month is birthday, you
0: can Google that and figure out his identity. No, I I figure if anybody, <laughs> if anybody actually goes to that much trouble, they're gonna be very disappointed because <laughs> I don't have much money in my checking account. So sorry.
2: Well, that's only the person. You're,
0: you're just SOL, as they say. Um <laughs> so anyway, we we are children of the 80s. We were both born in the 80s, and um I don't know that I played a lot of video games actually in the 80s, but I was aware of them, and I got my first console, which we'll talk about here shortly in the in 1991. So, but that's just I a guess, preview. I
2: can guess which one it was. Ah, uh-huh. guess. Do you want me to guess now or later?
0: Commodore 60. No, <laughs> actually, I don't know if that's, that's a gaming sad. system. The, that was a that was a PC. Yeah, go ahead and guess
2: genesis incorrect oh oh, but sonic the hedgehog okay okay let's continue
0: yeah so that's a that's a little preview so we're going to go through our, our normal opening salvos here and then we'll get to that main topic that we just previewed for you so will my man what's been going on in your life anything happy exciting weird strange
2: well um
0: unforgettable forgettable whatever
2: it was father's day uh yesterday we had uh the nephew aniso over last night and all day today uh my nephew brayden found my spring spangler uh, neutrona one my proton gun and he was excited playing with that all morning and that was nice that put a smile on my face uh in general having the kids that were put a smile on my face and that was that was a lot of fun uh is there anything else well i got a new art commission uh I don't really, I don't want to ruin the surprises, but I'm going to make some Ghostbusters, some, some real Ghostbusters artwork for t-shirts. It's not, I'm not commissioned by Sony, I'm commissioned by a fan, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not going to give out any more details because I don't want to ruin the surprise because they're going yeah. to be con exclusives and they're going to be given out for free. So I nice. don't want the people... That might receive those shirts. I don't know if they would tune in, but I don't want them to tune in and the surprise to be ruined.
0: Ah, uh, okay, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Speaking of sure speaking of that. con, like, yeah. so unfortunately, guys, I'm not going to be able to, to join Mister yeah. Boyer, but but he is going to make it down to Heroes Con
2: Friday instead of Saturday now.
0: Yeah, so he's going to be down there on Friday. uh I don't think you don't have a table this year, do you?
2: No, no, no. no. I, I got sent out there two years by Charlton Neo. I, mm-hmm. Paul Kupperberg, and Roger McKenzie and more Todd. and I apologize. I can't What's remember up? your name, fourth guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, fourth guy.
2: Uh, Fester Faceplant, which is not your real birth name. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, Fester. <laughs> well, Fester, normal. Faceplant, not so much. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I did a brief thing with them, to where they didn't publish anything. I, I penciled or inked for them, but or colored, but or lettered. But uh, they did—they um, did send me out to *Heroes* to man at the table two years in a row because Roger McKenzie couldn't make it out, Dan Johnson, the assistant editor, couldn't make it out, and. Uh, but I will never pay the money to get a table out there until I'm actually making enough money. It's like, what is it? $600 for a table? Oh, is it now? I don't know. I think it, I think it might be.
0: I just I remember, checked. I remember in like, like 2010, the last time we went together, I remember you telling me it was 300 back then, but 12 years is well, a long time.
2: Doubled it for inflation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um,
2: but I don't know. I think it was up to 500 before the pandemic, but uh, i it doesn't matter. I, I got I have a table next month in July, and I wasn't thinking and, and got it in a forty dollar table, and that's fine. But, you know, I'm not going to be able to make that money back, sadly, unless I pick up some commissions or something. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. people don't buy a lot of my books, so that's why that's my point. I'm not just a hero's gone. If I can't <laughs> make back forty dollars, well, one of my best conventions is that I made about 120 bucks, I think. Uh, a few years ago but you know so i'm just saying you know that's that's hey well that's, that's my that's, l- little circle halfway then uh, that's more than
0: we've made on our podcast so far
2: <laughs> don't tell them that <laughs> <laughs> this is a great podcast you should listen you should send money throw money at it. yes
0: indeed <laughs> speaking so of which
2: you've never spent
0: <laughs> this is a this is a good time for for a plug uh, before i talk about what's going on in my life let's let's plug our stuff here and actually let's see, hopefully this will work. I'm gonna share my screen with you, Mr. Boyer, here for a second. So hopefully you all will be able to see this, but uh, this if you haven't been there yet, this is our anchor.fm profile. As you can see here, there's a number of different ways to listen. You can listen on the page itself. You know, all the episodes are there, including our most recent one, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom Rewatch. My wife joined us for that one. So if you haven't listened yet, go check it out. You can listen on Spotify. Obviously, Anchor.fm is connected with Spotify. Uh, I believe, I don't know if, I think they're owned by Spotify. They were originally separate and then, you know, however that works, corporate buyout, merger, whatever. But um, but yeah, we've been using them. They've been, they're our, I don't know what the right term is, our publisher, I guess. Um, But here, yeah, here on the main page, you can find out where you can listen, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or you can just copy the RSS feed. Uh, We got links here to our Facebook fan page, which I'll pop over there real quick. This is our Facebook fan page, The Irreverent Nerds. Not a whole lot going on there yet. We've kind of just gotten underway, but uh, you'll see now, like, posts that I make on Instagram also typically will appear on here as well. So we'll post the same to both places. Like here's a little video. In fact, I'll play it for you now.
2: And I've been posting in the community section. So I encourage you to post in the community section.
0: All right, I'm gonna mute us here for a second. All right, so that's just a little video we made. Oh, let's see. All right, Will, you're going to have to unmute yourself. Sorry, I won't let me do it. <laughs> He's got to get up and everything. So anyway, that's just a little video promo from last week's episode, just a little excerpt. Okay, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Right. Speaking of, that man went to Sprint, by the way, before it merged with T-Mobile. Like, he, he defected from Verizon went to sprint now sprint has been absorbed and i don't know Funny where the, i don't know where the man is now you know the can you hear me now man oh <laughs> you know he well, went to sprint for a while and who knows where he is now maybe he's doing t-mobile advertisement somewhere
2: i don't know maybe he's retired or moved on <laughs> yeah <other> yeah commercials
0: <laughs> moved on anyway but um there's also links to our instagram here which uh i've already <laughs> got it up here so this is our our instagrams so yeah guys if you haven't already followed us on instagram please do uh, this is where actually this is this this was where the podcast started like it started as an instagram page oh uh, like it was first just called a irreverent nerd like if you go let's see i'll go all the way down here but like the very first posts that i made like initially i was just sharing memes like uh <laughs> cracked crackers gaslight marketing whoa
1: there is no fourth movie
0: and of course <laughs> the, the classic oh one. no my nipples are battery terminals oh my gosh. That's <laughs> so that, that I mean, though, <laughs> that's how that's how things started so initially i was just sharing memes because i've really gotten into that in the past year just making memes of myself I've, I've enjoyed them for so many years and i'm like i'm gonna make stuff now um and then I had the idea one day just to start the podcast. And you guys, obviously, will have been listening for a while, you you know that story a bit. And then eventually, Mister Boyer came okay. in and joined me as my my permanent co-host. He's still here; he hasn't run away yet. Ancestry, uh, <laughs> I'm French, but
2: I'm actually German. I defy them. <laughs> yeah. So so well, so anyway, ancestry. I mean, I'm joking. Anyway, go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, I was going to say like if you haven't followed us there you can follow us there if you're a facebook only kind of person you can uh or or if you or if you're doing both like us or like me i should say will's not on instagram yet but um he's on facebook and he's a little more active on the irreverent nerds page than i am i'm more active on the instagram
2: oh cool yeah. cool
0: cool so yeah you can both you check us out there
2: instagram on iPhone.
0: yeah and one one final plug here Our um which again, I haven't done a whole lot with this yet, but this is our YouTube channel. Um and it's not available. All right, hey, something... Do you
2: want me to take video at HeroScon for the YouTube channel? Or yeah, that would be fun. Well, cool. I mean you can edit it and spice it up and put in music and do whatever you want with it. I'm not trying to throw extra work on you though. <laughs> so, but I'm just saying you can if you want to.
0: No, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. So Shoot. <clears throat> Anyway, that's a that's a little plug for our, our various places you can find us online and um also on that anchor page that you saw you can send us a voice message um which we will include on the next week's episode you know as long as there's not ridiculously vulgar profanity or, or hate speech etc you know it's like you know what i mean oh right like no. it, this, this podcast is for fun you know yeah, so if, the internet if it's, toxic enough me. yeah if it's in that spirit uh, we will definitely include it in next week's episode and uh and yeah and also if you'd love to support us, we would certainly appreciate that. We have we have one supporter so far. We'd love to have more. We'll give you a shout out. Uh, if you agree to support us, there's different tiers. You can start at 99 cents a month. I mean, you pay more than that for like two ounces of coffee. So right. hey, like, you know, drink a little bit less Starbucks coffee and, and throw 99 cents our way if you feel like it. Thank <laughs> you. We'd get appreciate a
2: Starbucks for a dollar, Richard. <laughs> That's what I
0: say. Like two, like two ounces of a Starbucks cup of coffee, you know, would be about one buck, and, uh, <laughs> Two ounces, yeah. um, and an entire entire Starbucks coffee cup. If you just give up one a month, you can have enough to send us five dollars a month, and we would also appreciate that. And if the you high
2: Port it... Starbucks <laughs> a dollar <is>
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then of course the the top tier is is ten dollars a month. Uh, you know, Will will come to your house and give you a hug and kiss if you give us yes. ten dollars a month. So. <laughs> especially your feet <laughs> <laughs> he has this fetish about feet he wanted to worship Lars to send his feet um I thought t- it was a man <laughs> he, <you> th- <laughs> <laughs> it is a man <laughs> maybe that's maybe it is a man I thought it was I don't know
2: I'm confused I'm, I'm Will Fuller. I'm confused
0: <laughs> darn it oh man so
2: <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry Lars once again <laughs> um <laughs> I thought you said
2: his name was Laura, and I thought he was a
0: woman and No, Laura's it doesn't
2: matter. It was a thing during our Fallen Kingdom.
0: Yes, there, yeah, which we had a lot of fun, by the way. Those of you like, we I haven't.
2: Hope, go- I hope our viewers did. <laughs>
0: yeah, not many of we did. We didn't do a video podcast on that, which I feel like probably yeah. would have been more fun if we had. But my house was a mess that at that know. point, so I'm like, I, I don't feel like cleaning. You know, we're all we're all tired let's just do this thing so we did it audio yeah. only uh, but we still had a lot of fun so go go check it out on anywhere podcasts are found pretty much you, you saw the options there so yeah go check it out my, my wife was kind of a surprise guest like I had, we had talked about her joining us earlier in the day but she never never did say whether she would but she uh, watched the movie with us and then as we were starting uh, she came sat down and joined us for the rest of the podcast so we had a lot of fun like all three of us a lot of fun
2: um, i creeped your wife out with the <laughs> no nah, no
0: dude she's married to me so yeah that wasn't that that's been worse, no, she's I was heard talking worse.
2: about the the uh, lonely shepherd joke
0: oh it, <laughs> trust me she's heard worse <laughs> <laughs> okay. but no that, that that was that's part of what made it funnier is that it was, it was a little Mildly shocking coming from you, but it was hilarious.
2: Uh, I'm actually, uh, sadly and unfortunately, I have a bad, inappropriate sense of humor <laughs> that my wife has tried to help me. Mandy has tried to help me keep in check, but unfortunately, because I forget people are watching us, it may come out. I apologize. I, I'm not a family guy kind of person, I'm not a family guy cartoon series kind of person, but I do like shock humor to a degree i ever go too far let me know because i tell you what richard my other friends are just silent and i'm just like oh, crap i went too far <laughs> I, can, I never know i if, never know
0: if you do go too far i can edit it out so <laughs> like, <laughs> or just do Slappy. a do a long like beep, <laughs> beep, beep, yeah you know, whatever
2: yeah well, i apologize for any of y'all watching this who thought you knew me and i say something inappropriate i forgive <laughs> me <laughs>
0: Oh yeah that's true like if, yeah. if people people <laughs> i just think of the people that watch my youtube channel they um i mean i do occasionally laugh on there but i tend to talk about more serious topics so they probably it'd probably be weird for them to see me laughing as much as i laugh on, on really? this podcast laughing probably yeah
2: laughing's bad
0: no no it's excellent <laughs> i think it's it's, it's great but no, yeah it's
2: great i'm just like I, don't I
0: make know. i make myself I laugh on there sometimes but you know it's not
2: yeah it's not
0: a it's not a comedic channel so you know it's it's a more serious topics for the oh, most part
2: okay
0: but I yeah if they if they came over about. here if they came over here and watch this they'd be like wow he laughs a lot more than i thought he did
2: wow he's totally not <laughs> depressed <laughs> yeah
0: he's not as serious as i, I, I don't thought.
2: know yeah not as serious i'm not saying you're depressed i'm just joking uh I guess I was confused. You're talking about your YouTube audience. You're not talking about people we know in real life, because I was like, I, I mean, you for almost someone, 20 years, you laugh all the time.
0: <laughs> I I do, yeah. um. But yeah, like more specifically, people who have watched me on YouTube, and and have not met me in person or hung out with me for any length of time, like, true, true, um, true, true, true. But that, that's true for man, so many of us. Man. Like, if if you only see a person in in one particular context, you know, whether it's at work or or whatever it might be um you haven't seen the other sides of them the sides of them maybe when they're hanging out with their family their close friends you know uh, most of us humor. <laughs> yep most okay. most of don't us uh out of the church uh, <laughs> uh beep.
2: oh my ankle! before what I uh, did there
0: so so anyway um we had a very long detour um yes. what what's going on in my life let's see so yeah, Father's Day for me yesterday. Um, I, this is child number four. Uh, she's been a guest a number of times, as um, ah, those of you yes. who have followed us for a bit will know. Um, but I have three other girls as well who are older, and they, uh, they made some presents for me yesterday. They, they decorated bags. And then um, my second born, she was actually her idea. She asked my wife to go to the store and buy some chocolate for me she's like oh, daddy nice. daddy needs some
2: chocolate <laughs> daddy needs more calories
0: <laughs> yeah I was like That's exactly what he did. so my wife stopped by the store on the way home from work and she um she got some stuff and then the, they That's put it in sweet. the bags oh, and for day. yeah for father's day and then the girls brought it to me and um uh, my my second youngest she's uh, two years old she thought she thought some of the candy was for her or just didn't understand that it was a present for me and got really upset um after it was after the presentation (laughs) so i had to share a few jelly beans with her so i I still got a few left i tell you man trader
2: jelly beans
0: oh yes trader joe's jelly beans are the bomb if you have not Mm -hmm. tried them you're you're missing something in your life
2: well my uh jelly belly so those are better than jelly Uh, belly
0: jelly bellies have lost a step i i have to admit they're not as good as they used to be in my huh. opinion. Trader really? Joe's has passed them by. Wow. They're, they're a little bit better, actually.
2: Would you say the jelly bellies have decreased in flavor or would you just say you found something better? Um, you know, you know, has I, the I think
0: they've—I think their quality has gone down, to be honest with you.
2: What's <clears> that? must be it all is, uh... those uh, bar-flavored jelly beans you're putting out.
0: <laughs> no, they're still a close number two, for sure. <laughs> like, But yeah, my, my favorite is, is now Trader Joe's jelly beans. So. So, anyway, that's just a little blurb about what's going in my life. So, what have we been reading? Will, have you read anything interesting comic book-wise, book-wise?
2: Well, it's been a week. I haven't read anything last week.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that'll be really short, then.
2: <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, it is. I mean, I can show you what I should be reading. I should be reading this, but ah. I haven't yet. Thank you, ah. Paul, for this Christmas gift.
0: <laughs> nice. Is that a, wait, is that a Nazi symbol?
2: Yeah, it's a uh it's a biography except uh except the Jews have been turned into mice and the Nazis turned into cats, but it is a biography of the the cartoonist who made this, his father was a Holocaust survivor in the uh mm. camps, in the uh prison camps. Uh, is there another word I'm looking for? But some people will see this on the shelf at walmart or something it's even been banned in some libraries or, or public or public schools or whatever oh because this, of the symbol yeah probably and, and i apologize of course to anybody who, who is uh offended but see the purpose of this book is to talk about it's it's it is from the point of a holocaust survivor this is not glorifying the Nazi john this is a uh, history right here it's a very personal story oh, i haven't that's read it yet I, I need to read it i haven't read it yet it's a very oh, famous comic book uh well when I'm you sure, yeah it's winner of the pulitzer prize
0: oh dang we should totally do an episode on that at some point yeah that'd be great yeah i'd love to do something that Comic book wise, that it has nothing to do with superheroes, you know. And yes. there's a lot more to choose from nowadays, too. In in that vein, like, like there's a lot of more serious comics and just, just a, a much broader range um than perhaps there was in the past. uh-huh yeah.
2: <laughs> you definitely check Count out Yep. Yes. Hobbes Hobbes. Careful there. Well, let's not do that
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah let's see what have what have i been reading uh let's see okay well, I'm,
2: back. I'm not putting that, back. <laughs> no, that was a no.
0: so i have been reading a uh, a couple of different comic books nowadays like i have i have kindle unlimited uh so they there's certain comic books that they have available on there as part of the subscription so that's where i read a lot of my comic books these days i, I know that might you know be sacrilegious or blasphemous or something but <laughs>
2: you got the print is dead.
0: Um, but no yeah like I, I do have some print comic books as well but but yeah a lot of the the newer ones that i read nowadays are just in general ones that i read are on my kindle so there's one um there's a story of captain america and this this particular story takes place uh now i, I was not privy like, I kind of, it kind of jumps you in the the middle a bit, as is often the case if you. Even if you jump into a new series in the comic books, it often references older series and stuff. So apparently, someone impersonated Captain America and either became president or, like, somehow became dictator of the U.S. I don't don't know exactly what, but, like.
2: I know the story.
0: Yeah, and then. I can
2: fill you in on on that, but tell me.
0: Well, they they do give you a decent amount of, of background details, so, like, this this impostor Captain America uh, did a lot of damage, and then Hydra comes in on you know under the auspices of, of a revolution, you know, and basically overthrow, you know, fake Captain America, you know, evil, and um, what and they then over- they, well, they they basically take over the the U.S. government and right. I, I think some other governments as well, and um, essentially they they're like taking care of the common people, but ultimately for the purposes of controlling them, at least that's the way right? it's implied. And Captain America then comes back. I don't know exactly where he was in the interim. Yeah. Yeah. Like it has some, some overtones. So obviously Hydra yeah. has Nazi overtones. I mean, you definitely see that in the MCU. And... Um, they
2: can't use real Nazis because they're offensive so they use Hydra instead.
0: I guess, yeah. I guess that makes sense but um i've read
2: that i've read the bad True. really okay
0: yeah oh interesting i guess it'd be easier like just to make up a a faux you know sort of like star trek in the 60s you know they did a lot of social commentary but through the through the medium of science fiction and uh you know you make it an alien instead of a nazi you know what have you um Uh, although i think they did have an episode with nazis now that i think about it
2: (laughs) really i think so The original series
0: i believe so or at least def- definitely a proxy for for nazis
2: okay but well, i need um, to see that yeah that's interesting
0: i forget the name of the specific episode i and think it, they i think they go back and they either go back in time or they land on a yeah. planet where where the the aliens are like i don't know if they studied earth history and decided to imitate a certain period or or what
2: how would but, you feel if the u.s enterprise accidentally warped the wrong way and found themselves in star wars space and <laughs> at the Empire Darth Vader. <laughs> but it does
0: say a long time ago in a galaxy far far away so who's to say that didn't happen in the same universe as star trek just like thousands of years before yeah in a distant galaxy
2: it's gonna make you wonder what's happening to star wars today
0: <laughs> i know yeah yeah like there's jedi out there somewhere right have they have they arrived yet on earth
2: Bigfoot is actually a wookie
0: <laughs> hey <laughs> oh dude somebody should do a comic book of that
2: but well you know the uh,
0: chewbacca's family
2: <laughs> you, you do know that et is a star wars movie right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 you know what i'm talking about
0: i'm um, not sure actually what, what are oh, you talking oh, about
2: or oh, oh, the e- the race of aliens that is et is in the star wars prequels seriously yes seriously (laughs) they're in the council when palpatine uh is talking there you can see two two or three of them in one of the boxes and it's been confirmed that that's what they are it's a cameo
0: actually that's hilarious
2: yeah
0: (laughs) wait wait is it in return of the jedi
2: no 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 i'm talking about the prequels Uh, oh the prequels the the prequels Uh, Oh,
0: i see i see yeah sorry my brain was somewhere else (laughs) <laughs> that's funny a little inside joke between uh lucas and uh spielberg i guess
2: yeah it was actually that that's all it was but i like to say that ET is a what you know <laughs> <laughs> no
0: that's that's fun yeah that's fun well let's see we're we're coming up on our on our the end of our first segment here so we've we've done all our preliminaries and our our early segments and so our final or our second segment i guess will be our main topic 80s and 90s video games so we'll be uh, right back what are you gonna uh, say well
2: i'm sorry i interrupted you earlier by the way i mean that you know that's why i'm here but anyway uh <laughs> jerk. so the fake captain <laughs> i jerk. jerk uh the fake captain america was actually the real captain america but the red skull used uh an infinity cube stone thing to uh change history he changed uh, history to where uh captain america's mother was actually uh brainwashed by hydra or something and so he was actually raised as into hydra but he was pretending to be captain america on the american side uh he was kind of like a sleeper agent in this new history uh and then the Captain America that you see come back is actually the old, real Steve Rogers, uh, who was trapped inside the uh, the cube. It's uh, not called an affinity Cube, but you know what was that cube in the early MCU films?
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking. Tesseract. 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 Yeah, yeah.
2: So he, he, so he, his mind. We got like 20 is seconds. Soul was in the Tesseract. I'm done. Awesome.
0: We'll be back after these messages with my you friends. that.
1: Smithers, who are these irreverent nerds? Well, sir, they're the hosts of this podcast. What's a podcast? Well, sir, it's kind of like a radio show. Ah, I see. Like The Shadow or CBS News. Yes, sir. Hmm, I think we should buy it. Uh, I don't think it's for sale, sir puppycock i just bought twitter i can buy this podcast all right sir i'll talk to them and see what they say excellent
2: and we are
0: We're back, back. <laughs> y- I like
2: that. What, what voice was
0: that uh that i don't know that was me being <laughs> being me i guess <laughs> we, are back, yeah. we are
2: back yeah since we well, talked talk about of germans
0: no uh, by the way modern germans are actually pretty pretty darn cool so yes say uh, that.
2: yes no no offense to modern day germans or no, germans I, of any kind i mean there were a lot of people in that war that didn't know they were the bad guys and then knew they were the bad guys and you know they got executed or into camps too you know i'm just like what richard said we're not no we're not saying anything bad about germans no, uh, no, no no my last name is german my family came from like switzerland or something probably originally germany before that
0: yeah no and and my my roots like I'm sure I go back to Germanic peoples at some point, you know, like because they, they, many of them settled in the UK, which is where the majority of my, my bloodline comes from in the, you know, the, the Isle of Britain, as they say. Um, um, up near Scotland actually is, is where majority of my genetic material <laughs> hails from apparently. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, anyway, so I thought we'd start off here by reading just a little bit of the history of video game consoles. So I'm going to share screen again here. So this is on, thanks to the good old Wikipedia. So hey, anybody who knows whether this is inaccurate, first of all, go to Wikipedia (laughs) and and, uh, present a correction, whatever the process is for that. And second of all, let us know too. So, but um, assuming this is relatively accurate, I'm gonna gonna read this little blurb here at the beginning. So the history of video game consoles, both home and handheld had their origins in the 1970s. The concept of home consoles used to play games on a television set was founded by the 1972 Magnavox Odyssey, first conceived by Ralph H. Baer in 1966. Handheld consoles bore out from electromechanical games that had used mechanical controls and light-emitting diodes as visual indicators. Handheld electronic games had replaced the mechanical controls with electronic and digital components, and with the introduction of liquid crystal display to create video-like screens with programmable pixels, systems like the microvision and the game and watch became the first handheld video game consoles and fully realized by the Game Boy system. Since then, home game consoles have progressed through technology cycles typically referred to as generations, each lasting approximately five years, during which competing manufacturers have produced consoles with similar specifications. With underlying improvements to technology such as smaller and faster microprocessors, digital communications, and changes to business models, a new generation of consoles has evolved from the previous one. This has led to a shifting landscape of console manufacturers in the marketplace. While early generations were led by manufacturers like Atari and Sega, the current modern generations have come down to three major competitors, Nintendo, Sony Interactive Entertainment, and Microsoft. Handheld consoles have seen similar advances, though typically are grouped into the same generations as home consoles. While there were larger numbers of manufacturers in the earlier generations for handhelds, which included Nintendo, Atari, Sega, and Sony, the handheld market has waned since the introduction of mobile gaming in the mid 2000s, and as of today, the only major manufacturer in handheld gaming is Nintendo. Nintendo. Hey, it's a me. So, in honor, <clears throat> given I'm sorry. given how much yeah. of of the roots of video games that we played growing up go back to Japan, I am eating a green tea mokey ball. Wow in honor of this topic. I, I didn't, I I didn't buy you, it
2: so I can have one.
0: <laughs> I didn't buy it for for this, but I thought this would be appropriate. So I got this actually for Father's Day yesterday. They're really oh, good. Cool. Trader Trader cool. Joe's makes them. They're very excellent.
2: I remember so, when Pokemon lied and told us those were donuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm well
2: sorry, those were rice cakes
0: While I'm eating this delicious treat. Right. Well, tell me about your your first memories with video games
2: okay now that we're done with that very boring wikipedia article <laughs> let's get on to the exciting stuff which is being able to really feel a connection with your fellow nerds okay so uh my first video games was probably the arcade uh, it, it was the mid to late 80s i was born in 85 so it was definitely not mid 80s i was <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was somewhere between oh maybe i was two to four years old i don't know it's hard to say to be honest but um arcades i played a lot of different arcades pac-man mrs and more likely than not mrs pac-man was easier to find galaga uh, what was that other one that was like galaga but i played that one too um uh, galaxia that's it
0: sounds familiar
2: yeah and uh which I need to look that up one day, because I always wondered, why Galaga and Galaxia, Are they clones of each other? You know, what came <laughs> first? Are they made by the same person? I don't know. Anyway, so...
0: Now, is that what The Last Starfighter, was that, like, sort of a an homage to those games?
2: Probably. Uh, you know what? That's one of Dan ja- Dan Johnson, my friend Dan Johnson's favorite movie star... What did you call it? Uh, the Last Starfighter. The Last Starfighter. I have not seen it. I need to go see that film i i don't know where to go is it can i can i stream it somewhere i don't know
0: probably yeah. episode idea anyway hey, that's can, a good idea i interrupted you this time so continue <laughs>
2: that's fine it's fair play right <laughs> loving the war <laughs>
0: <laughs> turnabout is uh, fair
2: play. let's see um a donkey kong i was one i really loved there was mario the original mario brothers not super mario brothers but the original mario brothers uh Hamburger time. Uh, there was a lot of really good Mappy games. There's a lot of really good arcade games out there. Um, and then I got my own console, and that was an Atari, probably the 2600, I guess, but it was an Atari. And uh, that was actually a hand me down for my dad. My mom gifted it to my dad while they were dating in the late 70s, early 80s. maybe maybe early 80s i don't know when did the atari come out the console i'm not sure
0: somewhere in there late 70s early 80s yeah
2: yeah so i was uh i got to play donkey kong at home and i hated that joystick with a passion because (laughs) it was really stiff and hard to move and i couldn't get mario to do what the crap i wanted him to do (laughs) because i never got past the first level in that atari donkey kong i absolutely never did i also played tank battle and I don't know. I probably had another one, and then, then because I was young and curious and didn't know any better, I found my dad's eight tracks. Eight tracks. You, you remember eight tracks, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, you're only two years older, but you're older. So I'd be like, oh, oh, it's another Atari cartridge. Why isn't it doing anything? I tried them all. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my original, and then my original experience with uh, video games, and I moved on to Nintendo. I feel I can stop there, you know what was uh your introduction to video games?
0: Ah, so <clears throat> my first memory of video games I was looking up here, I believe the atari twenty six hundred came out around nineteen seventy six thereabouts so like oh, like cool. we were like we were saying like like mid late seventies. It was a part of what's considered the second generation of video game consoles.
2: I had Pong Pong on the Atari. But didn't Pong come out in the late 70s or am I confused?
0: Yeah, Pong, Pong was like an arcade game, like a table game, I think. It was, it's actually yeah. like on TV screen inside of tables a lot of times. Um, but yeah, my first memory of connected to video games was with the Atari 2600. And it was at my my cousin's house in, I think it was uh, Indiana like we were, my family was up there and we were visiting them and this I guess would have been probably late 80s mid, you know, somewhere around that time mid to late 80s and I remember them having the Atari 2600 and I'm sure Pong was probably on there Donkey Kong might have been as well that that seems familiar but I just remember playing it at, at their house like and seeing them play it and they had this like 70s style orange shag carpet you know that you know the dirty orange shag carpet and uh one of the, one of those uh TVs that also looks like a piece of furniture you know
2: Uh parents still have one of those do they yeah I don't think anyone uses it though
0: yeah, probably not um
2: we actually have a TV on top of it a flat screen TV on top of the console TV
0: <laughs> that's funny now it's a TV stand the TV it's literally yeah. a TV stand
2: <laughs> exactly
0: anyway but, but yeah that was my my first memory and then Wait, um, memories i, I need I room think,
2: in my house just to shag carpet and the console TV. <laughs> yeah and I,
0: I think around the same time period insurance. my um my uncle who also lived up that way i think I lived this up in ohio he um he had got his he bought his kids they were a little older than me he had bought them a nintendo and uh, they had the original Super Mario Brothers on it, and I remember playing that at their house one time, uh, some somewhere in the late '80s, I think, mid to late '80s. Um, so I was fairly young, so at the time, um, but yeah, I did not get my own console until 1991. But uh, well, we'll start that topic. Well, you you mentioned yours already, I guess. So I, I guess I can talk about mine. So you your first one was the Atari 2600. You said, "Does that to me down?" Oh, yeah. So, my first was the original Nintendo. Um, now, not like... Oh, in
2: 91. Cool,
0: cool. Yeah, like, it was still around in 91. Like, I can't remember if the Super Nintendo had come out yet at that point. I think, I it, think I, so. I think, I think it had.
2: Yeah, I think so. Sega came out, Genesis, about 1990, and not uh, nine. I think, and they were already in the console wars.
0: Yeah, and if... I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I... It was, it was Christmas of 91 was when I got my Nintendo and you know, because the Nintendo had been out for a while at that point, it came with super Mario brothers three and oh. it, came, it came with two controllers because <laughs> it was a, a, well, I guess the original one was two players as well, but, but yeah, it came with two controllers and uh, see, so yeah, I got that in, in 91. So that was my, my very first console. And then I don't remember what the second game I owned was, but I do remember us going to like back then. When I mean, you had your like your blockbusters and and video game, more well, video rental stores that also rented video games. But back Who then, you you could go to a grocery store, and they had like a video rental room a lot of times, where you could rent either video games or video VHS tapes, uh, probably laser discs too at some point. <laughs> so I remember. Oh,
2: Lowe's food it was low. I remember
0: that. Oh, I do remember what my second game was. Now it was a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one.
2: Oh, the first one. I
0: think that was so my second, sad. the second game I owned. <laughs> yeah. It,
2: we need not... to talk about that, Richard.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, we, we could talk about games next on our first two console. You see, so you yeah. talked a little bit about your games. Like, did um, did you get a Nintendo at some point?
2: Yeah, that was uh, my second console which would be the first uh console bought solely for for robert my my brother robert and i and uh sorry to interrupt you so much i'm just excited to hear oh it. yeah you're good man i mean super mario brothers 3 is a fantastic game mm-hmm. uh and i don't want to knock the original ninja turtle game i mean it is it's good and it's own right, but it was super hard
0: it was, it was yeah I, to this day i have not beaten it
2: no i i haven't either <laughs> I, I watched someone on youtube sometime in the past year beat it. Uh-huh. And that was just mind blowing. I mean I was like, I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so my uh my games were I had the original Super Mario Brothers and this is probably late 80s that I had the Nintendo. I don't fully remember what year it was but I remember when Sega Genesis I got my Sega Genesis in ninety two and uh-huh. that came that came after my Nintendo. So I'm just gonna say and, I rocked the Nintendo until about '92, but
0: nice. I also got my Sega cool. Genesis in 1992. Cool.
2: Did it come with Sonic, Sonic Two. I got Sonic. It 2. did,
0: yeah. Sonic cool. the Hedgehog Two. Uh, did you get the the newer style console, or was it the old yeah, style?
2: Yeah, the second version, like the, the smaller,
0: the smaller one.
2: No, 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 no. I think that was the third version. Uh, I didn't get the original one with the wood paneling uh, and the volume volume switch on it. I got the second one.
0: Ah, okay. The one that had like the the dome and the Yeah it was like it was a lot yeah. it was wider. Okay, so I got the third version, but cool. it's interesting though cool. I got it the same year.
2: That is interesting. Did you get it later that year? I got mine. Shoot.
0: Oh did you get yours for your birthday? That would have been the beginning of 92, right? January? I must,
2: I must have gotten mine in 93 actually. I don't know. <laughs> i got mine for sonic 2 didn't come out until sonic tuesday in february Ah. so that doesn't make sense i must have got mine the following christmas
0: so i got it yeah that's when i got mine christmas in 92 i guess they must they must have had they must have had both both options both options still at that point i guess so um but i got the smaller the the third gen or the third design whatever you want to call it um which i guess mine was like like it wasn't as easy to connect it to sega cd which came out a little later
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: i think I your did. i think your version was probably easier to connect to sega c although well, actually i'm not sure no i think about i it.
2: never had sega cd although i wanted it did you have the sega cd
0: i did not i always wanted uh, it okay. as well like i think they even advertised it on the back of my sega genesis box and i was like that's so cool there was like this yeah. one detective game where within the game itself oh, had actual actual video footage yeah. i was like yeah. wow <laughs> i've
2: heard of that i i've seen some clips yeah
0: games cd-rom
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we should probably jump back to nintendo unless you want to get yeah. going
0: uh well so okay so so here, here's a here's a good question what was your favorite game to play on the original Nintendo?
2: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Hands down, that was it. Uh, it had two extra levels in it with the two new bosses, that ninja shogun robot and the polar bear from outer space. It's cool. Loved it.
0: I think that that was definitely one of my favorites as well. Um, trying to remember, I don't think I ever owned it, but I rented it multiple times if memory serves me.
2: Yeah, I didn't have um, the original Ninja Turtles, but I rented that one. That, that's yeah. how it felt for me anyway.
0: No, I, I love that game too, and, and uh there's a couple others I really liked that I rented multiple times. One was Battle Toads. If you <laughs> remember that, and and then there was this one. I don't, I don't think I owned it. It was um. It was a DuckTales
1: game, I believe.
2: Oh yeah, the original. Yeah, there was a DuckTales 1 and a DuckTales 2 by Capcom.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a mm-hmm. good
2: game. I I uh if we ever get the chance to hang out, I own the remastered version of DuckTales and you should play it. You should nice. play, play it sometime.
0: Yes, that would that would be fun. Speaking of remastered versions, since we're talking about Nintendo, I just wanted to show this this little piece of hardware here. Um So, I got this. My uh, my brother in law and my sister got this for me uh, the last Christmas, I believe. So it's the NES Classic Edition, but it's the little little mini one. You know, so tiny. But it's it's got you know thirty games digitally loaded onto it. Oh yeah. I'm assuming you can load other ones on too. But it's got like Super Mario Brothers, Metroid, Pac Man, Legend of Zelda kirby's adventure that was another one i enjoyed kirby's adventure um but yeah i, th- I think as for my favorites it's probably a tie between super Mario Bros. 3 and T- teenage mutant Ninja turtles 2 I-, I liked both of those a lot and uh so yeah but no I-, I need to play this thing a little bit more like i'm just i'm so busy it's like i, I just haven't yeah, gotten around to it too much and, and i'm tired and like i just want to watch <laughs> tv instead of playing something that takes effort
2: <laughs> uh i hear you a hundred percent. I've got a a few select games from my collection behind me, and I, I don't have time to play any of them. I played the Nintendo Switch though, and the 3DS because I can take those to work. But I don't have I don't have time to play it at the house. <clears throat> I don't know how you feel. Yeah,
0: I could make time for it if I really to. I could play it instead of watching watching something on TV. But um, but yeah, I do need to get some use out of this thing. But no, if
2: you want to sell it, <laughs> I could buy. No,
0: when I, it, it, yeah, when I got it, I told my brother-in-law, "It's like you've made an old man happy."
2: Yes, <laughs> you know they don't make those anymore, so don't sell it. But oh, if you no. sell it, sell it. To yeah. me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't plan on selling it.
2: Good, <clears throat> no. I regret it.
0: But yeah, it's um. So yeah, so on to our, our second <clears throat> console, or for you, I guess your third console, but your uh Sega Genesis. So as we'll start off with um, so we both Sonic Hedgehog 2 was, was the first game both of us owned. Oh yeah on Sega Genesis. And um did you did your brother play with you? Did he play Tails? Ah, you got some, <laughs> some figurines. Nice.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I was, I was, uh, I've always been a trickster. I, uh, I hid under my bed and called my brother and told him it was finally his turn to play. Uh, first player. And he came in there, picked up the Sega Genesis controller, except... I left out the second controller and I was playing under the bed. He was trying to figure out why <coughs> Sonic wasn't good doing what he wanted it to Sonic to do.
0: So, oh man, that's mean. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. I know. I was terrible when I was a kid to my brother, but <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, we did. Um I think me and my, my bud Tom Gray actually, I think we played Sonic uh, and Tails like that a lot more together. We beat Sonic 3 and Knuckles together like that.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and that's one like there yeah. wasn't a whole lot you could do with Tails and Sonic 2, but when Sonic oh. 3 came around like that, <clears throat> there was a lot more that Tails could do. And Absolutely. I think I remember my sister playing with me some on Sonic the Hedgehog 2, but when we got once we got three, like we definitely played together more. And I think we rented Knuckles a few times and, and played that as well. Like um, my sister's always liked Knuckles. They thought he was cute for some reason. <laughs> like, I don't know. To each his own or his personality was was cute or something. Um,
2: <laughs> they say in the uh, new Sonic Two movie, Knuckles is the sexy
0: Knuckles. <laughs> uh, we make, I think we made a joke about that a, a few episodes back. It's like, hasn't Knuckles always been sexy? <laughs> Or something like that. We probably <laughs> did.
2: It was probably a lot more
0: appropriate than uh,
2: that thing I said the other day. Uh,
0: <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, like Sonic Hedgehog Three was was a really awesome game. Like that. Oh yeah, that's definitely one of my top three Sega Genesis games. Um, you know, even all the years I had it, like that's one of my top three. Uh Sonic Hedgehog Three.
2: They're they're re-releasing it uh, remastered. And there are new cartoon cutscenes. Uh, you get to play Sonic 1, 2, 3, and CD. All the levels, back to back to back, is one giant adventure. Nice. Did you know that Sonic 3, the music, was originally produced by Michael Jackson and his team, and Sega denied it for a long time. Really? So that's, yeah, but that's the reason that they didn't put out Sonic 3 in any other form or fact. Former fashion is because there were legal problems with the music or something, huh?
0: So they they didn't want to give Jackson credit. Well, that was you would think that would be a you would think that'd be a selling point.
2: It was, but after uh, he worked on it, one of the rumors is that he, uh, one of his teammates said that he did actually turned out he didn't like. How his music sounded through these the Sega Genesis synthesizer, uh, he couldn't make his music sound the way he wanted it to. And then, by by the time the game, right before the game released, the the stories that Sega took his name out for the credits because that was when he started getting in trouble for the child molestation.
0: Oh yeah, I'm I'm not saying or, he really did. It. Yeah, I'm not no, he he really did it. Is when the uh, rumors or the accusations started coming out
2: yeah and, and that's the whole issue right there because if that yeah. hadn't happened you know i'm pretty pretty positive because sega did the michael jackson video game where michael jackson moonwalks. The sega oh game. yeah that's right yeah so so they had a good relationship and then michael jackson after all that clears up he comes back on the dreamcast the Sega dreamcast he's in space channel was it space channel number nine i think
0: that was it yeah I, I don't recall
2: well uh
0: I never did have a Dreamcast. Yeah. So I wanted one.
2: Uh, I wish I still had mine. I it. <laughs> but you know, I think that Michael Jackson and Sega had a good relationship at one time. Uh, but, but you know, I since we were talking about Sonic Three, I thought about talking about that. So, the remaster is coming out called Sonic Origins, mm-hmm. and uh, they have we re- they take they took the music out of Sonic Three, and they they're replacing it with new music because of this this is how they're gonna re release some finally re-release song for you
0: well well if you get a copy we'll have to want we'll to play it together or if one like of can us afford it. Yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah i want
0: it i want a copy oh yeah no i'm sure i'm sure we'll we'll figure we'll find someone who has it and go to their house and play it with them
2: <laughs> i have to make a new friend because i don't yeah, know though,
0: exactly <laughs> um all right, so let's see. Uh, so there was another another game that I really loved on um, on my Sega Genesis, and I got it a couple of Christmases later. And this is so Christmas of nineteen ninety five, I believe it was. So, cool. it was, and um, I was starting to get into sports more at that time. So I was starting to get into basketball and stuff, and get more interested in sports. So my parents got me NBA Action '95. for for Christmas that year. And I played that thing to death over the next few years, man. Like it was such a cool game. Like you could, you could play, I don't know if it was the very first game to offer this option, but you could create your own players. You could name them, give them skill sets, like change their choose their appearance. And I you could do, I think it had a draft where you could do a draft and then you could do a season with your team. So, like, I had some some good buddies at the time. There was three or four of us around the same age that we hung out. Um, And we would play all kinds of sports together. We would do basketball together, football, street hockey, all kinds of stuff. So, typically, like, when I made a team, like, you know, I would create them as players and I would create myself as a player and just go through whole seasons with it. And uh, that was so much fun. Like, I, I played that game a lot. And um, like after I got it, I'm sure I played it as much, if not more, than uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. And I, yeah, I just en- enjoyed the the drafting process and the the creating of the players and like this the strategy involved and stuff. And then obviously the the sport of basketball itself was growing on me at the time. And you know, I ended up like eighth grade. I ended up playing YMCA basketball and Ooh. played a couple of years in high school as well. So that was like that was like my sport back then. And um, so that was one of my one of my favorite Sega Genesis games. Did you have a, another one that you really liked or really enjoyed?
2: Oh, um, I think that the Sega Genesis had some of my favorite titles. I mean, obviously, I had all the Sonic games uh, except for Spinball. I didn't have I didn't have Spinball. I didn't have, oh yeah. I didn't have Doctor Robotnik's Mean Machine. I'm talking about okay, and I didn't have Sonic 3D Flicky's Island. I didn't have. I had the good ones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, uh, the really good ones. No knock on people that love spinball. Yeah,
0: you had one, two, and three, and then knuckles.
2: Yeah, but uh, so other games I liked. uh, Tommy Toons, Buster, Buster's Treasure Hunt, or something. Treasure Mm -hmm. adventure, Treasure Hunt, Quest for the Treasure. I don't remember what it's called. I like that. Um, did not have any sports games because sports games to me are the devil. (laughs) <laughs> I had baseball on the game boy, just baseball that was not, and uh-huh. that was enough for me, just baseball, but but jokes aside, um what did I have? I had Jurassic Park, the original one the uh, second yes, just, yeah, I loved it I beat mm-hmm. it I beat it I think with both- ca- yeah, I beat it with both characters. beating that game with Alan Grant was super hard beating it with the boss Raptor was super easy
0: <laughs>
2: saying if you can Make- be a raptor, be a raptor makes sense. Yeah, but uh, um, so I had that one. I, I rented a lot of things. Uh, there were a lot of games that were probably bad that I I rented, or, uh, and I enjoyed because I had bad taste. Um,
0: <laughs> the 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 like you know, Con- the Cheetos- Contra Contra or Battle Axe or something. Or I, I'm uh, trying. I'm throwing. I'm throwing names out there.
2: Those are very famous. I played Contra in the arcade, but no. Uh uh a Chester, Chester Cheetah. Chester Cheetah had a few games, you huh. know, the mascot for the cheese Puffs. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He had he had some video games on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo, which hmm. I eventually I eventually got the Super Nintendo 2 maybe 94, ah, but
0: there here's here's, a, here's our next topic. Yeah. Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis.
2: Oh, man, I why do you do this to me, Richard? Why you why you why you make me force me to choose a child? <laughs> uh, well, that's the problem. I, I don't know. Oh, Aladdin. Aladdin on the second generation. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Was better. I loved it, and it was better than the Super Nintendo version for several reasons. The music was better, the animations were better, and you had a sword. Mm-hmm. But but we can't choose between consoles just based on Aladdin. See, that's really difficult. <laughs> I'm gonna say Genesis because that was my first love. And to be honest, the Super Nintendo was very Phil Hutchins, my great friend Phil Hutchins, shout out to you, my my dear friend Phil. Uh, he was the Super Nintendo guy as far as I, as far as my my childhood self was concerned, I had the Genesis he had the Super Nintendo. Uh, if I want to play Super Nintendo, I went to his house. we played Mario Kart, we played uh, Street Fighter Two probably Turbo. I don't know. We played Street Fighter 2, and we had a blast doing it, Uh, but when I finally got my Super Nintendo, I was playing Pokemon on the Game Boy, and I just feel, and I didn't have a lot of games on Super Nintendo, so I honestly just feel like my Super Nintendo did not give enough love. Speaking of Super Nintendos, like Richard, Ah, I this. Nice. I don't have the box. This is a uh, copy I got from GameStop that they had fixed, there was something wrong with it. It's refurbished. Mm-hmm. They still got the void green sticker on the back, but
0: nice. But yeah, it...
2: I I did hack cheat. Uh-huh. I'm not going to talk about anything that's going to get me called called out by the FBI. Right? So, <laughs> I did hack cheat. I can help you, but you must not speak of such things publicly. <laughs> but uh, uh, uh,
1: Napster, no.
2: But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to say for me it was Sega Genesis because there were so many games on that system that I loved. And I played a lot and and uh, just more than the Super Nintendo. And the Super Nintendo, there are some really great games on there, but I just didn't love it enough. I didn't play it enough. It was under an underused console for me. Uh, I feel like I didn't spend enough time with it but I did play super I own Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars and that was probably my favorite Super Nintendo game um but yeah I mean what about you any other stages or Super Nintendo games that you loved
0: oh man so so back Christmas in 1992 um my my dad I remember my dad coming to my room and uh that's probably either probably either early, early December or November, somewhere in there, where they're planning their Christmas shopping. And he's he uh he decided it's probably his decision, I imagine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, decided, he decided to give me a, a preview of what I was gonna be getting. And um they he gave me a choice. They gave me a choice. So you can have either a Super Nintendo or a Sega Genesis. And um, oh. I don't remember what all my reasons were at the time, but I, I chose Sega Genesis and uh so like after already having two consoles like you know i couldn't be like hey mom dad can i have a third one yeah <laughs> um you know so those were those were my two throughout the 90s but i tell you there were some games on the super nintendo that at times made me regret that choice uh star fox definitely was one nice. um i played that at some friends houses probably at uh toys r us as well you know you go to toys r us and you just stand there and play the games oh yeah you know what i mean like i think that's where i played Sonic the Hedgehog for the first time the the original um yeah. was at Toys R Us and uh but yeah Star Fox and then Super Mario World was a really cool game Donkey Kong Country of course um really cool game and i think there's another one uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 the one where they go to the Turtles future Turtles
2: in Time
0: Turtles in Time
2: yes that that's a really good one i have it over here <laughs> ah
0: nice Dude, but, uh, we definitely need yeah, to play it.
2: We do. We we should get together.
0: Yeah that that game. I was like, why did it only release on the Super Nintendo? That's not fair.
2: Well, Sega <laughs> Genesis had its own version. Did they? Uh, called. I was trying to
0: remember. Um, uh, there was something. Yeah, there was something that was different about it though, right? Like
2: speaking of that, the Manhattan Project Team uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three on the the NES. That was great. That was great yeah uh so the hyperstone heist was the one that study genesis had team, uh, team hyperstone heist and and i didn't play a lot of it but to me it seems like it's turtles in time but they mixed up levels or something in a different order i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah that, that was interesting but i think i played it i forget where but i played it on it's probably toys r us once again um Rest in peace, Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, Toys R Us made live forever. No, um, well, they're coming back in Macy's or something. Are they like little kiosks oh. in Macy's? Oh, that's cool. It lives but, on but
2: Canada, still has some. Full I'm surprised
0: Macy's is still around, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a miracle, too. <laughs> Must be that parade. a that's miracle
0: so cool. on 34th Street.
2: Yes, oh. it is. T- <laughs>
0: <coughs> excuse me
2: Richard. Right, so, him.
0: so we got uh we got about three minutes left in this uh, segment geez. so is there any other 80s 90s memories that you want to highlight uh, related to video games like did you get another console in the 90s yeah
2: um, yeah i got the playstation i got the n64 we're doing another segment or is this it um
0: well maybe at some point we'll do Okay. The, the aughts if you as you say the 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 2000s 2010s but like um ah nice so you I had an you had an n64 this,
2: this is dang it we have three less than three minutes
0: <laughs> two minutes and 52 seconds
2: and counting is a gold cartridge nice i did have zelda 2 gold cartridge on the nes anyway this is just a prize uh, in my collection, all the paperwork is still in here. Nice, so this gold offering of time. But yeah, I have the PlayStation. I have the M64. Uh, we should get together because I want you to play Star Fox 64. Heck yeah! One of my my first Star Foxes. my favorite. But yeah, I had those. I had Game Boy. I did. not Did I have a Game Boy Color? I think I did. I, maybe. I think I maybe did. But yeah, um, and I definitely have one now, which I modded with a new screen on here, but uh, L- LPI or something—I forget. But yeah, I had all this stuff out here I wanted to show you guys, but it's gonna have to wait.
0: Yeah, like um, uh, we'll have to—we'll definitely do another episode on on video games at at some I, point.
2: IPS, For... IPS, screen
0: for sure like and i i always wanted a handheld console and my parents wouldn't let me get one uh, probably wisely so because you know they're like you're gonna be playing this all the time in your room um game on. <laughs> which they, they were probably right like i wanted the game gear with yeah. with the with the tv edition where you could watch tv on your game uh, gear
2: you know those were the destroyers of batteries though that game gear. <laughs> i'm
0: sure i'm sure i um, wanted
2: the nomad That's yeah me I too
0: wanted. yeah and yeah. that one When that came out, and then I also wanted the Atari Lynx. You remember that?
2: Oh, yes and no.
0: Like they didn't come about it. They didn't come out with very many games uh, for it, but it just it was the first 16-bit handheld system to come out. True. And um, in fact, Atari also came out with the first 64-bit console system, but their marketing department sucked, and they ended up dying. Like the company itself, like now they only make games and that's all they do. They don't make computers anymore or consoles, so yeah, something went wrong there. But they're not completely dead yet; they still make video games. So that's
2: who who we were talking about. I zoned out. Atari. Uh, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sega too. You know, Atari did put out a new console recently, but I don't think did they. Yes, but we'll talk about that later. I I think it kind of flopped. We'll talk about Uh... that later. It's got wood paneling on it. (laughs) oh man it's not powerful we'll tell you that right now
0: all right nerds we'll see you next time stay tuned for japan jaunt and sci-fi focus
2: i'm I'm sorry there was no jj last week but we got one today
0: yes yes indeed peace fellow nerds
2: this is will boyer here cartoonist with another japan jaunt on today's japan jaunt I was originally going to talk about the history of Nintendo. Nintendo, as a company, has been around for 133 years. Yes, that's right. But, their history is so sorted, for everything from playing cards, to Mickey Mouse, to the Yakuza, to sex hotels, and taxis, and food services, that is going to be one episode all by itself. I need more research. Instead, we're going to talk about the story of Super Mario Bros. 2... USA. Yes, this is Japan Jump, but this is a Japanese video game and this is a story that takes place in Japan. Well, a little bit in America too, but so for those of you who don't know Super Mario Brothers 2 on the NES is not the original Super Mario Brothers 2. The original Super Mario Brothers 2 played exactly like the original Mario except it was very difficult, very difficult. The original Super Mario Bros. 2 was created as a more challenging version of the original game. I mean, the levels are definitely different. It uh, had levels taken out of an arcade game called uh, Versus Super Mario Bros. But it also had brand new levels. But it was very difficult, very challenging, very punishing. And so, when Nintendo of America, a tester, tested it, he sent back words saying, "This will not be. This will not bring joy to American children." Basically, so um, Nintendo of Japan scrambled. They needed a new Mario game quick for the holiday season. They completed Mario Brothers Two in only four months. I mean, they reused all the assets from the original game. I mean, you know, it really was just hard mode. So. They originally did have a sequel to Super Mario Bros. 2 that was different. Uh, It was a vertical scroller instead of a side scroller, and you would throw your partner character, the second player, up in order to advance in the stage. However, this was scrapped because the gameplay was too challenging for the hardware at the time. Uh, And so they went on to the more challenging Mario. Now... This gameplay had actually been used and refined for a game called Doki Doki Panic. Actually, there's a first name, I forget, I think it might be Yume Ko- Koji or something, uh, I should have wrote it down, but anyway, it translates to English as Dream Factory and Doki Doki as I remember from my, uh, try- my days of trying to do some America manga is... The Onomohanopoeia of a Heart Pounding in Japanese. Uh, and Paniku actually is the Japanese word used there in the title. Obviously, is an English transliteration of panic. This translates to Dream Factory Heart Pounding Panic. Basically. So, this game was made for a client. There was a Dream Factory... Um, kind of a fair or not a fair expo, maybe. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, this game was originally made for a a client of Nintendo's. Uh, It starred four Arabic characters, uh, Islamic characters. It was set in an Arabic land. Uh, But, um, like I said, this was originally the idea for Super Mario Bros. 2, but it got scrapped because uh, it was too ambitious for the hardware. Well, when J- Nintendo of Japan needed a Super Mario Bros. 2 that would be less challenging and easier for new players to get into, especially American children, uh, they turned back to this and now legally they owned all the assets to this game except for the four main characters, the Arabic characters. So they uh, took this game and basically ROM hacked it, putting in the Mario Brothers, Princess Peach, and Toad. Now, in Super Mario Bros. 2, that re- that eventually did come to America as Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels. Um, I'm talking about the Japanese Super Mario Brothers 2. In that one, I learned today, thanks to... I should have wrote my sources down, I don't have a piece of paper on me today, but, uh, the Gaming History Channel, I think, on YouTube? Anyway, my apologies, uh, for not being able to cite all my sources, uh, I also did some reading on Nintendo Wire, but that's for the, uh, I think that's for the history of Nintendo. That was getting too, a little too much. <laughs> that's going to be its own thing. I need more research anyway. So in the Lost Levels, the original Mario Brothers 2, Luigi can jump higher than Mario. So, uh, I didn't know that until today, so it's good to know that, um... Because that's what they did for the USA Super Mario Bros. 2. Uh, Mario and Luigi play different from each other. Obviously, Peach and Toad do as well. Um, anyway, so Super Mario Brothers 2 in the USA was originally not a Mario game. Even though the gameplay was originally uh, supposed to be a Mario game. And that is today's Japan John. If you didn't know it, Super Mario Bros. 2 originally wasn't Super Mario Bros. 2. It was Doki Doki Panic. Um, Dream Factory Doki Doki Panic. Anyway, until next time, y'all, stay awesome and Nara. Cartoonist Will signing out. Goodbye.
1: For today's sci-fi focus, I'll be reading an excerpt from the works of H.P. Lovecraft. The Nameless City, written January 1921, first published in The Wolverine, issue number 11, November 1921, pages 3 to 15. When I drew nigh the Nameless City, I knew it was accursed. I was traveling in a parched and terrible valley under the moon, and afar I saw it protruding uncannily above the sands, as parts of a corpse may protrude from an ill-made grave. Fear spoke from the age-worn stones of this hoary survivor of the deluge, this great-grandmother of the eldest pyramid, and a viewless aura repelled me and bade me retreat from antique and sinister secrets that no man should see, and no man else had dared to see. Remote in the desert of Araby lies the nameless city, crumbling and inarticulate, its low walls nearly hidden by the sands of uncounted ages. It must have been thus before the first stones of Memphis were laid, and while the bricks of Babylon were yet unbaked, There is no legend so old as to give it a name, or to recall that it was ever alive. But it is told of in whispers around campfires and muttered about by grandams in the tents of sheiks, so that all the tribes shun it without wholly knowing why. It was of this place that Abdul al-Hasred, the mad poet, dreamed on the night before he sang his unexplained couplet. That is not dead, which can eternal lie. And with strange eons, even death may die. I should have known that the Arabs had good reason for shunning the nameless city, the city told of in strange tales, but seen by no living man. Yet I defied them and went into the untrodden waste with my camel. I alone have seen it. And that is why no other face bears such hideous lines of fear as mine, why no other man shivers so horribly when the night wind rattles the windows. When I came upon it in the ghastly stillness of unending sleep, it looked at me, chilly from the rays of a cold moon amidst the desert's heat. And as I returned its look, I forgot my triumph at finding it, and stopped still with my camel to wait for the dawn. For hours I waited till the east grew grey and the stars faded, and the grey turned to rosy old light edged with gold. I heard a moaning and saw a storm of sand stirring among the antique stones through the sky, though the sky was clear and the vast reaches of desert still. Then suddenly above the desert's far rim came the blazing edge of the sun, seen. Through the tiny sandstorm which was passing away, and in my fevered state I fancied that from some remote depth there came a crash of musical metal to hail the fiery disk as Memnon hails it from the banks of the Nile. My ears rang and my imagination seethed as I led my camel slowly across the sand to that unvocal stone place, that place too old for Egypt, Emero, to remember. THAT PLACE WHICH I ALONE OF LIVING MEN HAD SEEN. IN AND OUT AMONGST THE SHAPELESS FOUNDATIONS OF HOUSES AND PLACES I wandered, FINDING NEVER A CARVING OR INSCRIPTION TO TELL OF THESE MEN, IF MEN THEY WERE, WHO BUILT THIS CITY AND DWELT THEREIN SO LONG AGO. THE ANTIQUITY OF THE SPOT WAS UNWHOLESOME and I longed to encounter some sign or device to prove that the city was indeed fashioned by mankind. There were certain proportions and dimensions in the ruins which I did not like. I had with me many tools, and dug much within the walls of the obliterated edifices, but progress was slow, and nothing significant was revealed. When night and the moon returned, I felt a chill wind— which brought new fear, so that I did not dare to remain in the city. And as I went outside the antique walls to sleep, a small sighing sandstorm gathered behind me, blowing over the gray stones, though the moon was bright and most of the desert still. I awakened just at dawn from a pageant of horrible dreams, my ears ringing as from some metallic peal. I saw the sun peering redly through the last gusts of a little sandstorm that hovered over the nameless city and marked the quietness of the rest of the landscape. Once more I ventured within those brooding ruins that swelled beneath the sand like an ogre under a coverlet and again dug vainly for relics of the forgotten race. At noon I rested, and in the afternoon I spent much time tracing the walls— and bygone streets, and the outlines of the nearly vanished buildings. I saw that the city had been mighty indeed, and wondered at the sources of its greatness. To myself I pictured all the splendors of an age so distant that Chaldea could not recall it, and thought of Sarnath the doomed that stood in the land of Mnar when mankind was young, and of Ib that was carven of grey stone before mankind existed. All at once I came upon a place where the bedrock rose stark through the sand and formed a low cliff, and here I saw with joy what seemed to promise further traces of the antediluvian people. Hewn rudely on the face of the cliff were the unmistakable facades of several small squat rock houses or temples, whose interiors might preserve many secrets of ages too remote for calculation. Those sandstorms had long since effaced any carvings which may have been outside. Thank you for joining me for this week's Sci-Fi Focus. We'll continue this story in next week's entry. In the meantime, if you would like to read more of H.P. Lovecraft's work, you can check it out on Amazon or on an independent bookstore website at your local independent bookstore. Bookmarks is such a place in my city, or at your local library.
0: Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Irreverent Nerds Podcast.
1: You can follow us on
0: Instagram at irreverent underscore nerds, plural. We are on Facebook. Our fan page is simply called The Irreverent Nerds. We're on YouTube, The Irreverent Nerd. And if you go to anchor.fm forward slash irreverent nerd, you can support us for 99 cents a month, 4.99 a month, or 9.99 a month.
1: You can also send us a voice message, which we may include in a future episode. Fellow nerds, until next time, Make it so. Engage. Avengers assemble! I am Batman.